0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: I tell you, when God just drops a good idea into my spirit, I run. You know, there's some people that get a good idea and they got to, Go talk to two or three friends about it. They got to pray on it. They wait. Um, they said this is not the right time. I just, I'm going to wait and, you know, I'm going to see maybe, maybe I told myself that. You know, maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't prayer. Maybe it wasn't God. Oh my God, this seems so amazing. I just, I, am I the person for this? I don't think I should be doing this. This is way above my pay grade. It doesn't matter how big or massive it is. If God dropped it in my spirit, I'm doing it. Because I just believe that if he provided the vision for me, he is going to give me the provision I need. So Comcast Rise was, um, you know, started to help small uh, businesses owned by uh, people of color and women uh, provide research, uh, provide marketing and resources um, like uh, laptops and computers and also grants. Um, The Comcast Rise recipients here in the Twin Cities have gotten millions of dollars uh, from $10,000 grants. And so the first year that Comcast MSP provided the grants, um, you know, so many business owners that I know got them. I, I didn't get one. Um, but you know, they were able to do marketing. They were able to uh, buy new equipment. Somebody bought a van, somebody who had a cleaning service, bought new vacuum cleaners. And, and, and it was just amazing to see all of a sudden at once, all of these businesses being impacted in a positive way, because you know, when, when COVID happened, you saw a lot of your friends who had small businesses go by the wayside. But to have everybody get that shot in the arm, even if you were not one of the Comcast RISE grant recipients, you felt energized, right? And so, um, you know, Comcast had a, an event where they brought all the RISE recipients together for a, a night of celebration, you know. And one of the things that they did was had a panel, and they asked me if I'd like to moderate the panel. And so Minnesota um, Deed Commissioner Steve Grove was on the panel with me. And I said, how can um, we get the folks in St. Paul at the Capitol, our lawmakers and legislators to know that black business owners have um, unique challenges that we face that nobody else faces? Um, you know, we start talking about something as simple as not having a blue bin to mail stuff in Rondo, how the post office picked up the blue bin. You know, parts of North Minneapolis not having banks. So so these business owners don't have a banker and access um, to capital when they want to expand. Um, we start talking about the barbers and beauticians who died during COVID and had thousands of dollars in a PayPal account that their family couldn't have access to. Um, and, and so... Uh, Commissioner Grove said, you know, Shaletta, we need to call our legislators. And he said, you know, I, he put a challenge to everybody out there. I'm challenging all of you to make a phone call, find out who your legislator is and and, and ask them to hurry up and, and do what they need to do, because if they hear from their constituents, they they move faster. And I said, you know what, Commissioner Steve? That's what I called. him. I said, I think it'd be better if they heard from us all at one time. Versus everybody in here making a call on whatever day they want to make a call on. I'm just going to get everybody together. And we're going to just come down to the Capitol. Lead with love, of course. This is not a march or a rally. But we're not apologizing. And we ain't playing no games. It's Black Entrepreneur's Day at the Capitol. Presented by ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. It's on February 3rd at 1030. We will be in the Rotunda. We will have opening ceremonies. And then after that, we're meeting with over 30 legislators, House and Senate, governor and lieutenant governor, attorney general, about how they can help us. What do they have that we need that we can take advantage of? Because what I'm tired of is reading in the newspaper or listening on CCO radio, About opportunities that are available for small businesses to take advantage of. And by the time I find out about it, it's too late. There's nobody at the Capitol that are the eyes and ears of black business owners. And that is going to change on February 3rd. Now, listen, I am not a politician. I don't ever want to be one. I don't even want to play one on TV or the radio. And I don't know how these systems work or are set up. I want to rock the boat. Okay, I've been inspired by Nellie Stone Johnson. I've been reading about this great Minnesota woman and how she said in a quote, politics controls everything. And that woman was absolutely right. But how do I rock this boat without sinking? I need a guide. I need an ally. I need a new partnership. So um, I start looking around at, you know, who's moving and shaking, who's advocating, um, who can be trusted, who can I talk to who will help me make this day not only come off with a hitch and, and be successful, but also looking forward and ahead to planning a purposeful way to engage our legislators on a long-term basis. So I, I was looking at Brian McDaniel over at Hilden Advocacy and Law, and I thought, okay, we met up a couple of times at Almanac. We take some selfies together. I'm looking at the social media profile. He looks like a pretty solid dude. Bluey's Olson awesome vouched for him. I think I'm going to give him a call. And I tried to give Brian some money. I said, listen, Brian, uh, this is your time. This is your business. This is what you do for a living. I want to pay you. I'm not asking for you to do this for me for free. But when I told Brian what I wanted to do and who I wanted to help and how hundreds of black business owners, some of them having to shut down for the day because they're solopreneurs, were coming to the Capitol for this event, he refused to take my money. I'm going to take him up on his offer. I'm also going to talk to him right now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Brian, thank you for being an ally to the cause. I show appreciate you um, being here and uh, being a part of what I'm doing. I I tell you, it is just a blessing to have somebody like Brian um, in your corner. Uh, we were on Almanac together last night. I got to sit on the couch. You know, I felt like such a big girl sitting on the couch with Kathy and Eric. Uh, you know, it, it was like, let me tell y'all what it was like. It was like when you sit at Thanksgiving table for the first time with the grown ups. After sitting at the kid table all your life, you know, you see your parents over there with your aunts and uncles and grandparents and you think, wow, they look like they're having a good time. Hmm. I wonder what's in those cups. I've never sat on a couch before. I've always stood up on Almanac doing my monologue and, you know, my little 90 seconds. And then, you know, I just kind of sit back in the rest of the room and watch and enjoy the show. But last night with Brian McDaniel, I was a part of the show talking about the importance of having this Black Entrepreneur's Day at the Capitol on February 3rd at 1030. Um, And we are going to, you know, lead with love and hope our legislators listen. You know, we just celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday, right? And everybody loves to quote the I Have a Dream speech. But what people forget or fail to remember is that before Dr. King died, he was fighting for financial equity. He was taking the government to task for um, the land-based grants that they were giving white colleges and not providing to black universities. He died in Memphis fighting for equal pay for black men. And so I'm going to continue that fight at the Capitol. And I'm fighting with my new ally, Brian McDaniel. He will be joining me on the Shaletta show next. It is 1.20. You are listening to the Shaletta show on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. Um, It is a historic day. I am so honored that God chose me with the vision for this um, for Black History Month. Uh, While they are negotiating budgets, the time is now to find out from our legislators and our lawmakers what they plan to do to help small black business owners in our state. Uh, They have a record surplus and as they make decisions on how to dole out and dish out these dollars, I want to make sure that black entrepreneurs have their say. So Shaletta makes is presenting black entrepreneurs day at the Minnesota state Capitol in the rotunda at ten thirty 30 on Friday, February 3rd. And I've uh, never done anything like this. I did not know how to book a room. I did not know how to, how to hire extra security. I didn't know if we could bring snacks and treats, um, but I knew that I wanted to get this done and I needed the help um, from Uh, Someone who is an insider, someone who has information um, and and to form new partnerships and friendships now um, and learn and grow as I go into this next season of my life. And, and so I'm so excited to take this journey with Brian McDaniel from Hilden Advocacy and Law. He is joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Brian, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show again. I think this is your second time, You're sophomore now.
2: <laughs> you know you know what? And it's only going to get better. Thanks for having me on, Shaletta.
3: Oh, you're welcome. And, and thanks again um, for joining me. Um, and putting on this um, historic day at the state capitol where hundreds of black business owners, um, some of whom are closing down their shops because they are solopreneurs, but want to be a part of this historic day where we will come to the capitol leading with light and love to talk to our legislators so they can learn about the unique challenges that face us and how they can use uh, some of this budget surplus to help us out and and when i first came to you brian i just appreciate your generosity because i offered to pay you wanted to pay you and, and you wouldn't take it um because you just really wanted um to be a part of this event and, and help me to do it with the spirit of excellence why you leave that money on the table bro
2: well because you know what this is a good idea and I think that uh, that you know, once money's involved, I think it just complicates everything. And I think that uh, you know, if we're both doing this because we want to do it, but because we mm-hmm. believe in it, not because there's something in it for me, then uh, I just think that it's going to make it um, a, a much better event. You and I each have experiences and uh, abilities, and that that lend itself to performing this event. And uh, I know that I'm excited to see how it's all going to turn out. And I have no doubt that it's going to be fantastic.
3: Now, the one thing that we had to talk about is the urgency of doing it now. Um, you know, you and I chatted about how a lot of times African-American business owners are so frustrated because we don't have an advocate at the Capitol who can speak for us, who are listening, um, who know about what's coming up. So a lot of times we find out about things when it's too late. You know, we're reading in the newspaper how, you know, this resource group or, or this organization has gotten this grant or these forgivable loans. And, you know, not only did we miss the deadline, we didn't even know about it. And and and, and so, you know, you were talking talking to me about this budget surplus and how they're making these decisions now. And it is very urgent that we take care uh, uh, of this and and get our voices uh, and speak up for ourselves at the Capitol uh, sooner rather than later.
2: Well, I mean, a lot of the communities that we're talking about are noticeably underrepresented around the halls of the Capitol. And government is there to help Americans. It is there to help Minnesotans. It is there to help people. Uh, in the black community but they can only help people in the community that they know need help Mm -hmm. and that's why it's 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 not as important that the government tell the people here's what's available it's important that the people tell the government here's what's needed because Mm -hmm. we're making decisions right now up there there's almost 18 billion dollars in surplus money at the Capitol. That's not the government's money. That's the people's money. And it's important to remind not only the government that that money belongs to the people, but to remind the people that this is their money. And if their money is not going to be returned to them, then it should be used to help them, not in the ways government thinks they should be helped, but in the way that the communities know that they need to be helped.
3: Yeah. And, and that's the thing. You know, I, I was talking to somebody and they said, well, Shaletta, what's your ask? What do you want? Do you have a dollar amount? Uh, are you talking about giving out grants? Because that's just going to be a temporary pro- uh, temporary solution. I said, no, this is what I want. I want them to listen. Because in order to speak for the black community, you have to talk to the Black community, how about we sit down and have a discussion and you ask us what we need because what I need may be different than what the spokesman recorder needs it may be different than what Tamika Jones needs at lip Esteem. it may be different what Divina Pittman needs um, at, at her beauty line um, and, and production uh, uh, outlet that she's putting together now you know and and, and i I think about uh, Dana Smith who had Mini Row Market in Hopkins, the only black woman-owned grocery store in the state of Minnesota. There was such a sense of pride. Everybody did a story on her um, when she opened up. She was in the Star Tribune. She was on Care 11. Um, You know, everyone was so excited. Uh, You could get Minnesota-based products there. I found out about Cheesecake Funk there. Um, You know, and, and, and she had to close down, you know, in 2022. And nobody said anything. Why is it that we are willing to celebrate these businesses when they open, but when they close, somebody go to Dana and say, how could we have helped? What could we do? What did you need to keep your doors open? Because you were employing three people. You put your whole life savings mm-hmm. into this business. And and now not only do you not have a business, your life savings is gone, and your three employees are out looking for work.
2: Well, Angela, so that's why, you know if the, you know, for this event – Let's just say that I would have thought of it. It wouldn't work if I called you and said, Shaletta, here's what I want to do for black entrepreneurs because I can understand it, but only to a point what Mm -hmm. we're doing. What you're doing is you know you're tapped into the community. You're hearing from them about what they want. You're taking it as far as you can. And then you're plugging in people like me who can get you the last, you know, five yards, 10 yards to make this thing happen. But an, that's what government needs to be. Government can't be what comes to you saying, here's what we think you should do. The people should be coming up with their ideas and then going to government, and then government should be there to help them realize those issues. And if they wait until the business is having trouble, um, it's going to be too late, as it was with some of the businesses that you just mentioned. This is starting at the beginning. This is helping businesses know what exists, before they have a problem. And that yes. way if there is an issue, they're gonna already be plugged in because this is about networking. And not yes. networking as you know, we we know it, but it's knowing what is out there because it's impossible to know everything, but it's not impossible to know everybody. And if mm-hmm. you know everybody or know somebody that knows everybody, then you have access to all the knowledge that exists and that can help your business.
3: Oh my God, that can save your business. That can save your business. And it was so funny because when I went to the Capitol just not knowing what to do or where to go or who to talk to, um, the first person I spoke with was like, okay, so give me the zip codes of the people who are going to be there and I can make sure they talk to their legislators. I said, girl, we don't need to talk to our legislators. We already know them. Everybody will be lined up outside of Bobby Joe Champion's office. We don't need that. We need to talk to people we don't know. Who's on the finance committee? Who's on the workforce committee? We need to go and meet some new people and tell them about our businesses and let them know what our concerns are so that when they are in, you know, decision-making mode and they're trying to figure out how to cut up our budget, they remember us. They remember the infrastructure Mm -hmm. that's needed. They remember the support that's required. And, you know, it's not just even Brian um, helping legislators understand, but the business owners as well. You know, when, when we hatched this plan, um, I went to the business owners and and started talking to them about it. Oh no, I, I don't, want my business in politics i don't want to be i don't do politics and i don't mix business and politics well you better because when Nellie stone johnson said politics drives everything she was being absolutely accurate um and you won't survive your business won't survive unless you're plugged into what your government is doing and how you're going to benefit or be adversely impacted by that now listen Brian don't go anywhere we got a little commercial break to take but when we come back um I want to talk to you about um what people can expect You know, because some of these business owners are telling me, Shaletta, we have not been to the Capitol since we took a high school field trip. We don't even know where to go. Uh, We don't know where the rotunda is. We're not sure where to park. And so I want to talk to you about what these business owners can expect when they come to the Capitol on February 3rd in honor of Black History Month for this historic day. Uh, Shaletta Makes Me Laugh presents Black Entrepreneurs Day at the Capitol. We'll be right back. It one thirty-seven, and we are continuing this discussion on The Shaletta Show um, about black entrepreneurs, the specific struggles and challenges that we face, and how we are expecting our lawmakers to help use that surplus billion-dollar budget to make things better. Um, and, And, you know, Brian, we talked about this in the last break Um, You think this is the government's money, but actually this money belongs to the people. How do you get folks out of the mindset to think this is my money? I need to tell my government what to do with it versus I want to wait to see how the government spends this money. And then if I don't like it on the back end, I'm going to complain about it.
2: Well, first of all, people have to feel comfortable petitioning their own government. And frankly, you know, the pandemic, you know, you know, disconnected all of us, not just from each other. But, you know, from our government, from our institutions, and that kind of gave government, you know, a little bit of a two-year break from really having to really listen to the people or, you know, have the people come to their office and and talk to them about about what issues are. And that's happened on the state level and the national level. And an Mm -hmm. event like this, where there are going to be legislators that are coming there not to tell people what to do, but to listen to people, that, that's mm-hmm. invaluable. What I always tell my clients is whenever a legislator is about to vote on a bill or hears about something that's moving, you want their first thought to be, I need to run this by my constituent, you know, whatever their name is. And that's that you you need to be the local expert because, you know, yeah. we have so many New, you know, um, you know, state rep- representatives and state senators of color. And it's not possible for them to be, you know, experts in education, healthcare, uh, you know, public safety, you know, business issues. That's not possible. So they need people who are local experts that they can rely on to say that bill you're about to vote on, this is how it would affect me. And then they can bring that information. You know, back to, you know, back to their committees where people from other parts of the state who might not have as much of a diverse you know constituent base, then they can learn. They're not learning from the other uh, legislators. They're learning from the people. They're learning from you. And mm-hmm. that's how that works.
3: I am so glad that you are here to guide us through this process. I'm talking to Brian McDaniel with Hilden Advocacy in Law in Minneapolis. Um, He has been my spirit guide uh, as I prepare for uh, Shaletta Makes Me Laugh Presents. Uh, Black Entrepreneurs Day at the State Capitol in honor of Black History Month Uh, at 1030. We will meet in the rotunda at 11 o'clock. We will meet with legislators and then have lunch after we learn from one another um, down in the vault from noon to one. Folks can um, register. Uh, There is no cost Um, there. You know, we just want to get together and make a change. Um, We don't want the legacy of Nellie Stone Johnson to be in vain. Um, And and we want to be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. And and so I'm so grateful uh, to Brian for his guidance in this this process as we try to put this thing together. And, you know, Brian, you, you just don't know what you don't know. Um, you know, when you start talking Mm -hmm. about capital security and reserving rooms and tables and chairs and, you know, platforms and, you know, you want to get together with these lawmakers, but all that stuff is important too. And I'm so grateful for um, your guidance on, on all that. And I want to let folks know they can go to Shaletta makes me laugh.com. There's a link on there that says sign up here. Um, And if you click that, it'll take you to a sign up where you can uh, just let me know you're coming because what we're going to do, Brian, and I knew this part was important, you know, because I know it's, it's everybody wants to see the governor. They want to say hi to the lieutenant governor and, and meet the legislators. And, you know, it's going to be like a family reunion for a minute. But then we're going to get down to business and each entrepreneur who is there will be assigned a legislator that they will go and see and talk to and engage um, so that they can have 15 minutes of their time so they can get to know one another, so they can have somebody other than the person that they vote for in their district um, to call on and to um, understand the unique um, challenges that they face as well. Because, you know, we think, you know, $17 billion, well, that's all gravy. But you can't use all of that on small black businesses. There's infrastructure, there's streets. That money is earmarked for certain things. So it's important for them to listen to us, but we have to listen to them as well, Brian, because we can't ask them for what they don't have.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and, and one of the things that, that, you know, one of the goals of this is so important. Right now, as a nation, we are divided. As a state, we are divided. And it's not only that we're divided by race or belief. We're, we're divided by geography. And if you look at the state of Minnesota, you will see that the blue areas, the Democrat areas, they're uh-huh. Ramsey County, you know, you know Hennepin County, yeah. and then, you know, you know, regional centers like Rochester, Mankato, St. Cloud, and then the rest of the state is red. Well, Mm -hmm. it can't just be that the red states worry about the people in the, in the, the red areas worry about the people in the red areas and the blue areas worry about the people in the blue areas because then you start getting things like, oh, well, that's a Minneapolis problem. Well, you can't have it. There are no problems that are just Minneapolis or just Duluth or just Bemidji or just Lakeville, whatever it might be. Our, our, our problems are statewide problems, and mm-hmm. once we start acting like we're all rowing in the same direction, well, you know what? Maybe we will be, and that's yeah. that every year I'm at the Capitol. This is my 23rd year. Every year we get further and further away from helping mm-hmm. each other and closer and closer to just worrying about ourselves.
3: And nobody is going to win like that. Nobody is going to succeed like that. You know, one of my favorite quotes from Dr. Martin Luther King, as we are still on a high from his birthday, is that all of life is interconnected. I cannot be everything that I am called to be until you are everything you are called to be, meaning your success is, is going to be a part of my success. And my success is going to be a part of your success. So I should want you to do your best so that it brings out the best in me and and that's why i so appreciate our partnership because we don't have the same political beliefs um you know we we don't you know have the same uh voting record uh we don't go to the same barber or beauty shops we don't even have the same pool of friends Uh, but we have come together because you want me to succeed you want the best for me and i know that i can't be successful Without you, um, and, and and you being here brings out the best in my um, event, in my community, and the businesses who are going to be there will get the maximum benefit on that particular day. And so that's what it is all about. When people say, I want to be an ally to the black community, or I want a partner, how can I help? the The, the partnership that Brian and I have developed is what allyship looks like. We don't think alike. We don't have the same friends. He's a white guy. I'm a black woman. You know, he he has a set of values that are slightly different than mine. My values are a little bit different than his. But we have come together because he wants to see this event succeed. And he's willing to use the resources and knowledge that he has and is refusing to take any money from me in order to do it. And and I, I just so need people to see Um, that because i I think that a lot of times we get it twisted on what allyship looks like and this is this is essentially what it looks like you should see us sitting on the couch last night um on almanac we look like peaches and herb honey we were just as sharp as we could be um (laughs) and 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 this is the first time i have to tell you that i have studied for a tv interview like we got there early because i need to know what you know I need to be familiar with the things that you're familiar with and knowledge is power. And you sharing that knowledge with me about the urgency of this request, why it can't be done later, why it has to be done now, why the are making decisions on this budget is so vitally important.
2: Well, and don't be afraid to make somebody mad. They're there to listen to you. They work for you. And, you know, I, I mean, I've been doing this 23 years and You know, every day, every week, I make somebody mad at me. But this is their job; they get Mm -hmm. over it. And -hmm. you have to be honest with them. You have to hold them accountable. And they are—I mean, iron sharpens iron. You're making them better legislators. They're more responsive. They're going to get more votes from their community if they listen to the community. You're helping them while they're while they're helping you, and tell them that.
3: Yeah, I so appreciate you being here. I appreciate you joining me on February 3rd, Black Entrepreneurs Day at the Capitol. It's not too late to register to sign up. We only need folks to register so we can make sure to assign you to a lawmaker or legislator to talk to that day. And we are providing free lunch um, when the event is over. Uh, For everything you need to know about this day, go to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Brian, thanks so much for joining us. And up next, my girl, Coach is coming in. It's time to celebrate with a good girlfriend, a good guy friend, because Coach Shay is bringing her fabulous idea back to us. And I am so excited for Stories Behind the Menu on February 9th. She is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Girl, everybody was so excited about Stories Behind the Menu when it debut. It was just amazing. Nobody has seen anything like it before, and now you are continuing to do that, and tickets are on sale. Talk to us about it.
1: Yes. Hi. Happy Saturday. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Yes. So um, we are one year. We're going to have our one-year anniversary as stories be on the menu. We have our next series starting February 9th, so starting for Black History Month with a Infamous, uh, Mateo Maccabee from Crew Restaurant. Hello?
3: I'm over here hollering the kids, girl. So so the, the stories behind the menu, it was a great idea. started one year ago, and you've got it coming up on February the 9th. Um, I really want to make sure folks know where they can get tickets from because it is just an amazing opportunity to come together. And we've been talking about allyship this entire show. And allyships is really how
1: this thing started. It is. It is. So it started as a dinner book club um, four years ago um, in my home. And then Mm -hmm. um, about a year and a half ago, uh, Julie Burton, my uh, co-founder, she, I brought it to her and said, I have a great idea of how we can build relationships through racial health and equity, um, you know, through cultural experiences with food, storytelling, um, books, documentaries and chefs.
3: And then y'all started this thing. And it's one idea, it's one thing to have an idea and it sounds awesome, but you actually put it out there and people responded talk to me about that because girl y'all be selling out
1: yes every uh all four of them um have sold out so they are quarterly and yes so i just you know for me you know as i always talk about as healing from the inside out and i really felt there was a need for this um for conversation but in a healthy way to talk Mm -hmm. about how the only true cuisine is indigenous cuisine in the u.s and how Mm. everything was brought here through enslavement or through immigrants and and so with that being said why are we still having these uh you know topics of racism why are we having these disagreements why is there this you know um rift between us that we can't break and i feel if we sit down have a conversation have a meal and talk about our history we can really come together and build together
3: Okay, so the event is on, the next one is on February 9th, right? Tell me where yeah. it is, what folks are going to be eating, how can they get tickets?
1: So February 9th uh, from 6.30 to 9 p.m., uh, you can go to storiesbehindthemenu.co, and you can either buy a series of all four, the package, but you get a discount, or you can buy them individually. And you'll have you'll be able to see all the chefs for the whole year, and what we're bringing, and we have we have another um, exciting um, thing we'll be announcing, but I can't announce it yet. Coming up,
3: don't 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 give them too much. Don't give them too much, girl. Don't give them too much. Are, so February 9th, <laughs> uh, it's an an evening. It's a dinner. What are folks gonna be eating?
1: Um, so uh, Chef Mateo is bringing his New Orleans cuisine uh, style. So that's what his food is. Um, his grandfather and his mother. Are from New Orleans, so that's where he learned and it brought his roots back. And so I don't know if people know that he has an amazing restaurant. In St. Joseph, Minnesota. Oh, girl, you um, ain't
3: finna tell me nothing, baby, because I'm yeah. from Louisiana, and I went up there. Uh, we were taking Andrew on a college tour at St. Yes. John. We took in a football yes. game, and they said, well, you got to go. They got a restaurant that does Louisiana-style food. I was like, shut up. Just because you put pepper on it, don't make it taste like Louisiana <laughs> food. Baby, face cracked. That food was freaking delicious. Okay? I, girl, we, we, ate, we ate there took some food, had lunch in the RV. When we were done with that food, we went back and got more food to bring back to the Twin Cities. It was absolutely yes. delicious. So you are yes. in for a treat if you get tickets to this event. Now, Coach Shay, tell us again before we go, where can people go? What's the website?
1: So storiesbehindthemenu.co. So C-O, from that. so dot .co. Um, you'll be able to get your tickets. Um, And we're just so excited to bring this back a second year. We couldn't make this possible without our sponsors, Blue Cross Blue Shield and MST Magazine. So they really support us on our racial cultural journey to heal people from the inside out
3: yep that's what they're all about that's what you've always been about and i appreciate you being here i appreciate you listeners for hanging out with me now don't forget you don't have to go anywhere my friend steve thompson is up next with tech talk and a load of fun and information for you right here on your good neighbor station
2: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours